Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another great, super cool radio interview. I'm your host, as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I got a great guest joining me at this time. Coming up on March 15th, Luthara will release a new album entitled Chasing Euphoria. Please welcome <laughs> Krista, the lead vocalist of Luthara. Hello. <laughs> it is awesome to have you on the podcast. I know we got so much to discuss, obviously, with the new album coming out, and you have an upcoming tour starting in uh, March as well. I know we got quite a bit to discuss. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> so before we jump into that, I have a fun yet challenging question to kick off this interview. So I'm curious for you. I will say the questions do get easier as the interview progresses, uh, but I'm curious for you, what has been uh, your favorite concert you've attended and the favorite concert you have performed at? Ooh, favorite concert that I've attended. Um... That's really tricky. <laughs> um, I, I did say it was going to be challenging to start. <laughs> um, I would have to say Iron Maiden has been up there. Uh, Metallica was up there. Um, basically any Arch Enemy show. <laughs> um, Whitesnake was really great, too. Um, that was one of my favorite concerts that I went to a couple years ago. That like really wowed me. So, yeah. Those would be my tops. And um, that I performed at um, probably any date on the L-Storm tour because every night was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, the whole, the whole tour. <laughs> All right. I definitely uh, listen to a lot of great bands. And obviously, touring with Hailstorm, obviously amazing. Just mm -hmm. a huge, awesome experience. I'm glad you guys, you guys had that opportunity. And uh, I was I was surprised by Whitesnake. Uh, first time someone's mentioned that on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're kind of like an underrated band. People don't talk about them much, but they're so good. <laughs> and we take a lot of influence from them. And um, yeah, I don't know. People just don't talk about them much. It's very surprising to me. <laughs> it is, especially for a legendary band. And still like, uh, and you can see like some bands, you know, from that era like some of unfortunately kind of lost their step. White Snake mm -hmm. still kicks it. They, yeah, they can still rock. For sure. Note for note. They were awesome. <laughs> definitely for sure. So I know I've not seen them live, but I, you know, I've definitely, hopefully at some point I, I would like to, because a lot of people I've talked to always have nice, always have like great things to say about them and their performance. For sure. <laughs> so no, I do want to now jump into, so you guys, have a new album coming out, as I said, on March 15th. It is Chasing Euphoria. Mm -hmm. So before we start uh, talking about like you know, how that album came together, I'm curious about the song title, because I don't know, it's, uh, the album title, my bad. Uh, so how did uh, the album title come about? Um, so I came up with it um, based upon one of our singles. We had a couple different names um, in the running for the album but that one kind of really stuck with like the theme of everything um so that song alone is just about like capturing a moment where everything feels amazing and great and euphoric in a sense like imagine like you're at a concert and you stop for a second and you're like oh my god this is like pure bliss this is the best moment ever um, if time could stop right now and I could be in this moment forever, I wish I could, or I could bottle this feeling, that's 
what that song's about. And so the entire album is basically based upon chasing that feeling through life and like kind of um, getting disappointed by it or choosing to um, accept it because that makes those moments more special when they're, um, I don't know, not happening constantly, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I really like the uh, the meaning behind it because yeah, there especially for you know uh, concert goers, especially frequent frequent concert goers. I know there's definitely some very uh, vivid moments when I go to concerts. There's one uh, back this is pre pandemic when I saw Alice Cooper uh, mm-hmm. when uh, Nita Strauss doing a solo during Feed My Frankenstein. He was in the uh, contraption that turns him into a Frankenstein. Yes. I- I just thought, like, man, this is one of the coolest experiences that I'm seeing. And again, you, as you said, you just take those few seconds to realize just how mm-hmm. awesome and just how unique this experience is. Yeah, it's like time stops for a second. Yeah, Alice Cooper was awesome live too. I've seen him a few times now, and he was, yeah, he's probably up there in one of my favorite shows. <laughs> he, he's definitely my favorite. It was the first concert I ever went to, was Alice Cooper. Really? Which, yeah. So, yeah. um, that was he just he's my favorite like ever since yeah. that moment which is like well 10 years now is what 20 well, almost 10 years now mm-hmm. so been my favorite since and i always love like, seeing him like i saw him with a hailstorm which is by the way awesome combination i hope they yeah them. that would be awesome yeah yeah they um they're really good um lizzie hale she is insane like she's an insane vocalist so yeah that would be a crazy show to see <laughs> oh, it definitely was. It was it was amazing. But obviously, and you got you know obviously perform you know open for them, which you know is an awesome experience. And but yeah, she's just in the whole band. Honestly, like the whole band and her, just they're amazing. Like every time I've seen them, it's always been a good show. For sure, yeah, a lot of energy. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, but I I did want to. So um, one more thing I did want to. So um. You said there's a few other titles uh, for the album. Um, do you, were there any like that were close to being like chosen, or was it like always like chasing you for? Was always kind of the front runner. Yes, there was one that um, we were almost going to go with, which is "Black to Blue," and that was a lyric in one of the songs that hasn't. Um, I guess like the song hasn't been announced yet, but the t- like the tracks have been announced, so. Um, yeah, so I guess I can say what it's called. <laughs> it's um, from Strong Enough to Fall. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got you. What, uh, what kind of gave, like, well, you kind of said the meaning behind Chasing You For. It, uh, is it just, like, the meaning behind that that kind of gave it the extra edge to go with that uh, album title? Um, well, what happened was I originally really wanted Chasing Euphoria, but we didn't think that the song was, like, this big boom of a single worthy it's still a great song but we were just like oh should that be the title track because of this song isn't like this crazy over-the-top song um so i was like okay maybe i'll put that on the back burner and like go with something else and then yeah black to blue came up and we got in touch with the artist who did our artwork um nicholas sandine um, who also does uh, Dark Tranquilities. He's done a bunch of stuff for Arch Enemy as well. Um, he sent us a photo 
of the artwork that he made like a while ago and was going to give us to give it to us for like a good price which is nice because we don't have money <laughs> um so he sent us this artwork and as soon as i seen it i was like that is chasing euphoria i was just like this is perfect like signed sealed delivered um i don't care how much this costs at this point i want this artwork and it's going to be chasing euphoria it's it was just too perfect Oh, it is really cool how like just things like like that just like line up where it just like perfectly works out like like how it did as you described. Uh, sure. I do like I do like that you said that because we don't have money. So true. <laughs> like, I, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Like any yeah. kind of like, musician or content creator, like you know, I, I feel that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but now I do want to dive into the album. I have I've had the opportunity to listen to the complete album. I uh, I really enjoyed it. I Thank um, you. <laughs> like just listening to it. It felt just the flow of just the songs, like one after the other, just felt felt really just right, and it just like they flowed into each other. I really like the themes and topics you guys discussed in this album. Overall, it's amazing, and I highly encourage everyone. Uh, I believe it's available for pre order. Make sure to do that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is, and yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> But I do want to talk about, so obviously you have three singles out so far, mm -hmm. uh, which the latest is Reaper's Call. So like out of those three singles, like, is that a good representation of what people can expect from this album? I think so. I mean, like, I feel like this album is a really mixed bag of things. Like we really experimented with a lot of stuff. So it's kind of hard to say, especially because every single that's come out has been so different <laughs> so like completely different sounds so i think like it's a representation of who we are as a band but i wouldn't say it's a representation of the entire album i think every song on that album has a piece to it like it's like a piece to the puzzle that belongs and makes it this great entity i guess <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but yeah it would be missing something without it for sure Oh, no, definitely. No, like I, um, you know, sometimes like I, I break up listening to albums, like, you know, sometimes I just listen to half of them, and then like I go, I do all the work that I have and then I come back. But with this one, Chasing Euphoria, like I just listened to it, you know, first song to last, just uh -huh. one sitting. It just, and it's really cool when that happens, especially I get, I get a lot of music. I get a lot of music my way because of the podcast, but like this <laughs> one's like, this sounds awesome. And I have to finish listening to this album. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm glad. It's <laughs> very flattering. <laughs> so, I'm curious for you guys. So how was it writing and recording this album? Was it a different experience compared to previous music? Um, I mean, with High Rise, we had a lot of time to record because it was during the pandemic. So we had a crazy amount of time to work on that one. Um, with this one, we did it <clears throat> within a couple of months. I mean, we had songs pre-written and a lot of ideas down, but we kind of like, trapped ourselves in the jam space for a few months <laughs> and wrote the entire album in that span of time so um i would say that it was easy in some ways but very difficult because of the time constraints but also we did that to ourselves so <laughs> yeah 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 i mean if you put if you self-impose some of that stuff it's like well the it, it, we did this to ourselves, but you guys still knocked it out of the park with yeah. everything. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm curious for you, do you have a favorite song off the new album? I do. My favorite song by far is um, Time to Rise. 
I love that one. I like that one um, was a huge moment for me to come out of my shell because I've never sang with like a soft tone of voice before, not since I was like young at least. So um, hearing my voice like that and like all, it was like I got to express every different texture of my voice in that song. So yeah, and a lot of emotion went into it as well. It has a really deep meaning for me. So that one by far. <laughs> oh no, really, I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Again, like what again? What I really liked what you what you said. It really highlights your voice and you know different you know uh, uh, you know uh, as you said textures of your voice with it. And I thought it was really well done and definitely one of my favorites off the album as well. Thank you. <laughs> I, I will say my favorite uh, is uh, Reaper's Call off the album. Yeah, we're uh, getting a lot of love on that song. Oh my goodness! Yes, go on. <laughs> go on. I'll, I'll, I cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's your interview feel free to cut me off <laughs> um but no uh i i just really like because um it feels kind of it has like a little bit more of aggressive nature to it i really like uh you got some screaming in there which i really enjoyed uh it is just uh all around it's a really badass song i know and i really like that it follows like the instrumental of the first song into reaper's call yes yeah thank you yeah elliot did a good job on that <laughs> <laughs> So I'm curious. So you just released, uh, I believe, at the time of this recording, it was, I think earlier, uh, about a week or so ago, a, a music video for Reaper's Call. Uh, mm -hmm. How was it filming that? And which uh, you had a, a few different locations for uh, the music video. So how did all that come together? Okay, so it's actually all one location. Oh, really? Yeah, it's this place in Hamilton, and it's a big like warehouse-looking building. And so the whole top floor is like an open um i don't know like cement building basically and then the whole basement looks all creepy like the main part of the video where we're all playing that's what the whole like the basement looks like and the tunnels are actually part of the basement there as well so the tunnel i'm walking up and down um later on and then um the parts of like my head and my friend's hands doing the thing that's also filmed there we just had different lighting for everything so we made the most of the space <laughs> um but yeah that one was really good to film it was really cold because i had wet hair like basically the entire time but other than that it was really good <laughs> yeah, okay i i didn't know that see i was just i was watching i was like it looked like you know just different locations but i'm 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 surprised i see you soon soon uh assume things uh when i do the research for this but it it turned out awesome the music video turned out really cool and i like just the, the different shots you guys got of you or the band as well yeah, and I think a funny thing about that music video is, I mean, uh, back in the day during Prohibition, they used that, like the tunnels down there to smuggle alcohol, which is pretty crazy considering the um, subject matter of the song, I guess, and me running down the tunnels with a wine bottle. <laughs> and I had no idea about this until I got there, basically. And I was like, oh, well, that's very fitting. <laughs> See what we were talking about earlier about like things lining up, like you know, just like perfectly, like how life lines up with stuff like that. Yeah, what, another example of that. It's been happening a lot lately. I find um, for us, like there's always things that happen or don't happen for a reason. It's and it's really obvious when it does happen. <laughs> oh no, for sure. Especially like, in life, um, it seems like if stuff like as you said, 
does or doesn't happen. There's always some type of reason behind it. And it usually in the long run, it's the best that either something did or didn't happen, but it's always cool. when you're like a little nod from, you know, uh, you know what the space was used for and the music video, like you have a similar kind of, uh, you know, uh, what happened in the past happens in the present as well. So for always sure. cool when that happens. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. Uh, so, um, I got one more thing to talk about for the album, and then we're going to talk about the live show, but it kind of leads into the live show. Sorry, this is a very long uh, segue I'm using right now. <laughs> it's all uh, good. <laughs> but uh, have you played any of the al- uh, any of the songs off the new album, Chasing Euphoria, live yet? We have. Um, we played um, Ruthless Bloodline and um, Born to Ride. So... During the entire Ailstorm tour, we played um, Ruthless Bloodline. And then during our tour with Paladin and um, Unleash the Archers, we ended up playing Ruthless Bloodline and Born to Ride. So, yeah. <laughs> Very, and was that before they were recorded or that uh, the songs were already recorded? Um, the songs were already recorded, but hadn't been released yet. Um, Ruthless Bloodline, we actually played before we even released the song out into the world so everyone on that tour kind of got like a sneak preview <laughs> very nice very nice and that does lead into so you guys be part of i want to make sure i got the title right i think it's all hell's breaking loose across america yes <laughs> very good i'm glad i got that right um with uh let's see it's got uh raven vicious rumors and wicked on select dates uh yes. how does it feel to be part of this awesome tour I'm really excited. All of us are. We're like itching to get back on the road. So <laughs> we're really excited and we're playing some pretty legendary venues as well. Whiskey A Go-Go, which we're like, yes, that's so exciting for us. I can't wait to go there and then probably visit the Rainbow too when we're there, you know. So yeah, a lot of really cool venues and I can't wait to like get to know everybody on the tour too and see... Um, how everyone meshes and you know uh like the first couple of days will be interesting probably until everyone gets their bearings but then yeah i'm sure it'll be really fun oh no definitely it's a, a killer lineup and you know, obviously it comes right after the release i think it's like four or five days after release of the new mm-hmm. album mm-hmm. so i i know i think you guys actually have an album release show on uh is it on the actual album uh drop day we do here in Hamilton. We're doing that, so that's really exciting. <laughs> they'll get you, they'll get you uh, prepared and warmed up for the obviously the upcoming tour the following week. Uh, yeah. But have you performed with any of these bands on the tour before? Um, on the Raven tour? Yeah. Nope, none of them okay. so far. Heard of them and uh, know of them, but never played with them. Nope. <laughs> All right, I, I wish you guys uh, the best. It, as I said, it's going to be an awesome lineup, and I know uh, it's going to be awesome to tour. As you said, Whiskey Go. Have you, have you played the Whiskey before? No, never. So I'm, I'm like, super excited. I feel like I'm probably going to have major chills when I'm there. <laughs> well, I've, I've never been there, but I've interviewed quite a few people who have. And, uh, yeah, this is the first time, like, you know, like, just walking in you, you're gonna get like you know those chills are just that all moment of just you're here so i uh, sure. i i do wish i hope you guys have a great show and um it's gonna be a lot of fun for you guys thank you i appreciate that <laughs> so i got just a few more things before we start uh closing out this interview so like what can like people expect from the Lutharo set list 
for this upcoming tour? Mm. I think we're going to try and pack as much new stuff as we can in, but definitely keep, um, keep the favorites in. like wings of agony is probably going to be in the set list for a long time. People, um, really like that one. It has our highest views. So I don't think that will be leaving the set anytime soon. <laughs> um, but other than that, I'm not sure. We haven't decided on a set list yet, but most likely going to try and pack most of the new stuff or as much new stuff as we can in there. Oh, no, right. I, I know you guys have a nice mix of, like, obviously the new album, plus, as, as you said, uh, some of the, um, you know, the other other songs in your discography as well. Now, I'm curious for you, uh, do you have a favorite song to perform live? Ooh. Um... I really like Ruthless Bloodline. I love singing that one. Um, that one in Phantom. Those ones just flow really nicely for me. I get into them a lot. Um, and it just has like a good mixture of clean and screaming too. So it really like warms me up and gets me gets me going. <laughs> oh, no, right on for sure. Uh, you know, like, where is that usually in the set list uh, towards the beginning? Yeah, so Phantom we opened with for like forever. Um, and Ruthless Bloodline is usually second or third. We might have moved it later later on um, for some sets, but mostly it's pretty early on in the set. So, yeah. Oh, no, right on, right on for sure. Now, uh, as I said, I just got a couple more things to discuss and we close out this interview soon. But uh, I'm curious for you, uh, last kind of more challenging question uh, before we close out the interview. Uh, so I'm curious for you, what has been like some of your favorite moments from your music career so far? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I think just having people come up to me at shows or message me about how much they love the music or how much the music has helped them or just like those kind of interactions are the most fulfilling thing. There was um, a girl in Atlanta who came up to me and she's like, um, can I have your signature, your autograph, and can you write Lutharo on a piece of paper for me? And I was just like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to go get it tattooed. And I was like, yeah, right. Okay. And then she ended up getting it tattooed. She posted a whole video on TikTok and it looks amazing. And um, yeah, that was a really fulfilling moment because it was like, damn, that's on someone's body forever. And we've had a few of those. We've actually had two more people with the logo tattoo. And yeah, I think um, playing those huge venues with Ailstorm as well. Um, and especially because we don't really fit the bill, I think seeing people go from like interested um in the beginning and like intrigued to like really loving it like watching us win over the crowd and feeling that energy every single night was um really great um and probably just finishing every single album and just looking back on it and be like holy crap i wrote that <laughs> yeah it was definitely awesome, uh, you know, memories and moments, especially uh, having someone, you know, tattoo your signature or uh, the band logo on them. As you said, you know, it's there forever and it just For shows sure. just how much of a connection they have to you and the music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's huge. 
Oh no, for sure. Especially as we were talking about, you know, um, opening for a hailstorm and um, just you know, when it, you know, again, it is a little bit of different, you know, style from that band. Uh, but as you said, like having the win over the crowd, um, definitely just it's just awesome to have it just do it every night. Uh, but and also be successful with it every night. I think it's awesome. For sure. <laughs> All right. So now. Uh, last couple of things so what is like obviously you have the album release coming up on march 15th you got the upcoming tour so like what is like the rest of 2024 looking like for lutharo hopefully more touring <laughs> that's what we're hoping for um and we're gonna start writing a new album again we gotta get on it <laughs> um but yeah hopefully more touring we're um we're waiting to hear back from a lot of people and see how things go and how things line up so yeah we'd love to go back to europe to tour so we're hoping for that <laughs> well right on. I, I wish you guys the best hopefully you guys get uh that opportunity hopefully this year or early next year depending on touring but uh i do hope uh hope that all works out for you guys thank you <laughs> and before we close it out uh for everyone watching and listening where are the best places to find lutharo online Basically, any social media platform. We've got um, videos on YouTube, which they're, um, our newest ones are actually on Atomic Fire's um, page. So if you want to check them out, you got to go through their page because I feel like a lot of people get confused with that. They go to our um, <laughs> YouTube, which is where we used to post, and now they're like, where's the videos? So, yes, Atomic Fire's YouTube. Um, we got Spotify, Apple Music, we're on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Right on. I'll make it a little bit easier. I'll drop some links uh, for uh, Lutharo in the description of this podcast, including uh, Reaper's Call, the new music video for that, and pre-order the new album as well. All the links will yeah. be in the description. <laughs> Krista, I had an awesome time chatting with you. Thank you so much for stopping by Super Cool Radio. It was awesome to meet and uh, chat with you. You too. Thank you so much. <laughs> of course. As I said, please check out and support Lutharo. Make sure to see them live on the upcoming tour anytime you can. And make sure to pre-order the new album. For Krista of Lutharo, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. Ooh.